1: Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I am Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. from the Community Church of God,
2: and I am Pastor Vince Haney from Raymond Word of Faith, the Word Church. And again, we just want to welcome you to another exciting broadcast of Faith on Fire. Where uh, it's a show that's again, like they announced the announcer said, designed to ignite one's faith on fire. Scripture says that we walk by faith, not by sight. Also says in Hebrews 11:6. That, but without faith, it's impossible to please God. Those who come to him must believe that he is and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So, uh, yeah, we were talking about faith, faith in God's word. And you know what God says about us when we get born again, saved? Not only that we're redeemed, reconciled and restored back to God, but he declares us righteous. Righteousness just comes upon us. It says it's on all who believe. And, and upon in all and upon all who believe And it is just and who believe what in jesus christ as he Lord he declares savior.
1: us righteous so he makes yeah, us yeah right. again yeah, not we not make ourselves righteous. not your
2: pastor not your family members it, he declares you righteous the moment you get saved born again receive jesus as lord and savior righteousness hits you so now you can go and say what the lord says about who you are and he says you are righteous meaning and righteousness in its simplest definition You're in right standing with God. Meaning God's not mad at you. He's mad about you. Jesus has reconciled you back to him. You're the apple of his eye. He loves you. uh, Just like a parent loves their child forever. But God's is a thousand times more. And you just stay in Christ and stay in his righteousness. So uh, that's where God wants us at. So we're going to discuss in depth a little more about righteousness. And I'm reminded of what it says in Corinthians it says he who knew no sin referring to jesus was made sin for us referring to me <laughs> that we may become the righteousness of god in christ jesus so scripture says that jesus who knew no sin was made sin for us that we may become the righteousness in, in christ so that's a good thing that's a good news to be declared righteous so jesus took on the sin of the world and uh Reconciled and restored us back into right relationship with God And that's really the gospel in the simplest And some people, they just won't receive that That's why he said it's on as many who, as who believe It's really that simple I tell people the gospel is not this hard thing it's, That's why Jesus said go and, and tell the good news The good news is you can be reconciled, redeemed, and restored back to, to God Just by receiving the Son it's that simple, Richard. It's not hard.
1: Right. I mean, it's not like you have to go do a whole bunch of stuff. And in exactly. fact, they ask him, "What are what are the works of God?" And he said, "The work of God is to believe on Him who was sent." There's That's not it. A bunch of works. There's just believe. You have to do is hey, believe, it, believe on Him. Can, who and was anybody was sent. can believe,
2: because right. you already believe something. He's saying, "Well, since you already have a believer in you, just believe this." Remember, Jesus said in the Mark one fourteen, "Repent and believe the gospel." See, it's our
1: human nature, though, to make things hard. It's our human nature to want to make rules. It's our human nature to do all these things. He says, just believe.
2: Just believe. Just like a kid. You could tell a child anything, they'll just believe. And that's what he said the kingdom of God is like to children. Because children believe. They haven't been uh, conformed to this world, so to speak. They just believe all things. And well, he says,
1: you know, you know and, and it's interesting that you said that, because when a little child... See, every little child knows their dad's the biggest he's the fastest, he's the strongest, he's the smartest. That's
2: what they believe.
1: And then they get a little older and get out away from the house, and then they come to realize, he's well, he's probably not the smartest, he's probably not the fastest, he's probably not the strongest. And so our human nature and the world makes us come to realize these things, maybe they're not true, about our earthly father. And what happens to us is we get jaded about everything, and we forget that God is perfect. That he does know all there is to know. And that we can come to him just the same way when we were a little child and we came to our earthly father, knowing that he knew all the answers, believing that he was right, and that he could help us in any situation. That's how the attitude that we have to have with God, because he actually can. It's not a hope that he can, it's a we know that he can. I can come to God with any problem and know that he knows the solution. He knows the answer.
2: And we got that promise from him in his word. He says, there's nothing impossible for him. All And all things are possible to him who believe. And with God, nothing shall be impossible. And
1: I had to remind that somebody this morning. <laughs> this with morning God, I was talking to somebody that everything, with God, everything is possible. Because it's so easy to think, this is too big, see, this is too much. And I
2: always say this, Richard, that with God, I understand this, that God and his word are one. So with God, so if I take God's word, with me, plant it in my heart, and put it in my mouth, again, all things become possible because, again, you and your word are one. God and his word is one. So when I say, well, the scripture says this. God said this in his word, and I agree with that. Now I'm with God because God and his word are one. So now that makes all things possible, and it reminds me back to Hebrews 11.1. One. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Yeah, the substance is the evidence of things I'm not seen. The evidence is his word. I got his word on it, which gives me the substance of things hoped for, meaning I'm going to get out of this mess I'm in because <laughs> I got God's word that he'll never leave me nor forsake me. Right. See, he and, makes and all you know, things work together for my good. And I've got his word
1: that his grace is sufficient.
2: There it is right there. Have. So that's with God. A lot of people think, well, with God, well, he's going to come into physical form with me, well, well we understand, He's in us through His Spirit, but He is also in us as we plant His Word, which is consult, considered seed. Over in Luke eight, you plant that in our heart. That's why He told Joshua this. Joshua was going over the Moses was His reign was over. God told him going on up on the mountain and die, and He said, Joshua, you're gonna take over, and He gave Joshua a command in Joshua chapter one verse eight. He says, "This book of the law," referring to His Word shall not depart from you. But you, Joshua, shall meditate on it day and night and observe to do all that's written in it. Then you, Joshua, will make your way prosperous and then you, Joshua, will have good success. Well, basically he was saying, with me, God, with me, Joshua, all things are possible. Right,
1: if you meditate on my word. Because that's me. My
2: you're word is right. me. <laughs> you're, you're good. So God didn't come in physical form to be with Joshua. He told them, Take my word, Joshua. Meditate on what I said, and that's all Joshua had to th- was think on what the Lord says, and remember God gave him some more instruction on how to make the walls come down.
1: <laughs> well, you know, and it, didn't no sense, it's, it's, it didn't make no sense, Richard. It didn't make no sense. It's how hard we like to make it. Because the same way Joshua meditate on my word day and night. Well, guess what? We can do the same thing. What's that's for what us? God wants us to do is to meditate on His word. Day and night. We don't have to be super Christian. We don't have to be super Anybody can do this. Anybody can Can meditate meditate, on his word day and night.
2: So if we meditate on the scriptures concerning him declaring us righteous and all the things about the righteous, again, we'll make our way prosperous and we'll have good success. The scripture says, the fervent effectual prayers of the righteous availeth much. So now as I'm meditating on all the scriptures that talks about me being righteous, that's going to make me make my way prosperous and have good success because that's with God. I'm taking God's word. I'm partnering with his word. I'm agreeing with what he said about right. me. He, God would all say, oh, Gideon, you mighty man of valor. Gideon was sitting over there in the wine press shaking like a little hupico. <laughs> <hookah. laughs> well, he's
1: hiding. Yeah, and
2: God called him a mighty man of valor. <laughs> I
1: always like to say Gideon probably looked around behind him like, like who, who, who are you talking, talking to? This? Yeah,
2: right, 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 right. <laughs> Uh, so but see, and
1: it was God who was going to, you know, that's why he says in Romans, he calls things that are not as though they were. Right. Gideon at the, this point is not a man, mighty warrior. He's not a mighty man. And yet God calls the things that are not as if they were, because you know what he's going to become right. a, a mighty warrior.
2: He's going to become whatever God said it. Because remember back in Genesis, whatever God said is so. Right. Yeah, so if God, so all we
1: have to do is agree with God. That's so it. It's that's really that simple. It's that simple, Christians. Agree with that God. ignites
2: your faith on fire. Meditate on what He said. That's you're receiving it and you're agreeing with it, and just let that. The Scripture says this, and Jesus is called the Word of God. But over in Hebrews, it says, "Run with endurance the race that was set before you, looking unto Jesus, or the Word of God, as the Author and the Finisher of your faith." That's what we need to keep our like a racehorse. They put blinders on each side of his eyes so he can't see none, but he can look straight forward. He can keep his eyes on the race that's set before him. No distractions. That's what we need to do as Christians, especially when it's concerning righteousness. you got to stay in right side right uh, standing with the Lord. And the scripture says the righteous are bold as a lion. The righteous, there's so many scriptures on about us, who, we, who God says we are as the righteous. And that's what we have to meditate on because that righteousness is, a righteousness conscience will keep your faith intact. And the opposite of a righteousness conscience is a sin conscience. Well you know you don't the righteous are
1: as bold as lions and the unrighteous run from they know not what.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know? And you see this because anybody who's ever watched an episode of Cops, they'll they'll catch somebody and they say, Why were you running? They say, I don't know, I was scared. <laughs> when I see the police, I don't start running. Right, right, right. Yeah, well, you know, because I, my conscience is clear. Right.
2: And that's what a righteous person do. He can he will always go boldly to the throne of grace in time of need because he understands, or she, that they're right in right standing with God. Right, so I can go scared. in the presence of God without a sense of guilt or inferiority. I can say, oh, that's my Abba Father. And kids do that. They'll come to their daddy in a minute with no guilt, and they just probably did something, no inferiority, and they'll go right in that refrigerator and eat up everything because <laughs> they know they're in right standing with, with the head of the household. And again, that's the the image we have to have. Scripture says this in Ephesians. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. And we know Jesus always acknowledged the Father. He knew he was in right standing. He said, I don't do nothing my Father didn't tell me to do. He would just stay in his righteousness. And we got to always remember it. Jesus came also to be an example of, of what the first Adam was supposed to be. He was an example. That's why the Bible says imitate christ as dear children well jesus knew he was the father's beloved actually the scripture said it when he got baptized the heavens opened up and a voice came from heaven said, this is my beloved son jesus didn't say no no i ain't no he agreed with it and he went to do ministry after he agreed with what the heaven said what came out of the heavens he always agreed with what heaven said about him what the father said he didn't like Doubt. Well, Satan tried to get him to doubt in the wilderness, if you be the son of God. No, he like, I, I know I'm the son of God, and it is written. That's the way we got to be. I know I'm righteous because it's written. Right. <laughs> and I stand in agreement with what the word of God says. It's written. I don't care what family members think because they'll try to talk you out your righteousness in a minute. The devil will use your family members and others. I met some religious person the other day trying to talk me out of my righteousness. They're going to tell me they remember me back in the day. And I'm saying to myself, "You have not so learned Christ, sister. If you're bringing up my past, and you ain't looking at what God, the Scripture says, God is doing a new thing. Can you not receive it? You don't see what He's doing in my life right now. You're gonna try to put a spotlight on my past. That's what Satan does. He put a spotlight. Remember, remember that show back in the day? This is your life. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, he takes you back. <laughs>
1: but that's what happens, you know, with a lot of people is that yes. like, wanna And it's usually your family members, it's usually your friends, it's usually somebody who knew you before. Right, right, right. You know, they want to just talk about all the things that you used to do. And you're right. I mean, people change. It is a sad fact to me that so many Christians don't understand that God's in the change business, that God's about changing people into a new creation
2: a new and i was creature. just thinking about that in Corinthians. if you be christ you are a new creation right. old things are past right but now Absolutely. it's messed up when a christian comes and tell no, you that because they don't know
1: well i mean it's 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 really sad though that that's what a lot of christians are i would say to you that a lot of non-christians are more apt to think that people can change than christians right a lot of christians like to think that once you're bad you're always well, bad. will see once that you know good, no, no good that particular christian
2: that particular christian Still conform to this world They haven't been transformed by the renewing of their minds Because they still think the same Once you come into the household of God, the body of Christ Your job from that point on is to start being transformed By the renewing of your mind Meaning you need to start thinking like God thinks And he said if anybody is in Christ Meaning got born again and saved They're a new creation Old things have passed Behold all things have become new That means when you get saved Your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life you're now in right standing with God. God's, your spirit is now open to God. You can have fellowship and communion with him again and you're a child of God. Scripture says as of in John, as many as received him, he gave them the right to become children of God. So now all my sins are washed away. Oh happy day. <laughs> so in us who are spiritually maturing or you know been born again for some time, we need to get an understanding of that. Because now, if you don't understand that as a spiritual Christian or a maturing Christian, you're working against the Great Commandment. The Great Commission, not the Great Commandment, the Great Commission, which is the go. You're not going to go if you're sin conscious.
1: Well, you, well you're not going to go if you think there's no hope for that. Part. Right. I'm not going to go talk to my neighbor about. God, if I figured my neighbor's lost and can never be helped, right? And you know, and it doesn't matter what that sin is that we think they've committed. You know, it doesn't matter. And then, and then, and then, whatever.
2: And then again, that same person is doing this. Jesus said, "How can you uh, pull the speck out of your brother's eye when you got a plank? You're walking around with the plank, and, and you're talking about the little speck. You shouldn't even be judging your neighbor."
1: Well, we can't. We right. don't even know what they're doing. Right, but See, we want to tr- the thing about God is that not only does he know what we're doing, he knows why we're doing it.
2: Right, right. He know the uh what they call that, what's the word I'm looking for? The intent, the motive. Right. Yeah. See, he knows
1: why we do what we do. Right, right, you right. can do things that are good things for bad motives. Right. We can't tell that. We can just uh-huh. see what the person did. God not only knows what they did, but he actually knows why uh-huh. they did what they did.
2: Yes yeah, so And we, so
1: when he judges, he judges his judgment is perfect because he knows all the facts. We very seldom know all the facts.
2: Well he and he knows, you know, we're baby Christians. He knows people have been born with a sin nature because of the fall. Well he knows of, we are but dust. Right. And but because of what Adam and Eve did, he knows that that's why. Scripture says in Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse. We've been redeemed from the curse because we received Jesus as Lord and Savior. Now, we have redemption. We have fellowship with God through Christ Jesus. Remember, it's faith in Christ Jesus that gets you in good standing with the Father. Yeah, so you have to, no man comes to the Father except through the Son. So once you come through the son, Oh,
1: that's pretty dogmatic there, Pastor Vince, what? saying that the only way to come to the Father is through the Son. Well, I didn't I write it. I thought there was a lot of good ways. I no, no. I had no just no. be a
2: good person. No, 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 no. I, I remember what uh, one of my friends said. A pastor friend of mine said it back in the day. He was referring to... Uh, remember Mayberry, USA? Gomer Powell? Old Gomer was a nice... Gomer was nice to everybody. But he said, you know, Old Gomer... If Gomer don't receive Jesus, Lord, and Savior, Gomer going to hell. Right.
1: Well, you know, I yeah, yeah, uh, was talking to somebody about the fact that Jesus said that, that he's the only way, that there's no other way to the Father except through him. They said, you know, that's awful dogmatic to say that, that that's the only way. I said, well, you know what? The problem isn't with me. It's with God. It's right. God's <laughs> the one that said it. So if it upsets you, that Jesus is the only way to heaven, then you have a problem with Jesus himself, not with me. Well, and some
2: people, you know, when Jesus told us you know, what to do in circumstances like that, he said, don't cast your, your, your pearls to swine. He said, if, if somebody want, don't want to hear the good news, he said, you just dust yourself off and keep moving. You want to
1: be careful though who you say to it when you're talking to somebody and they're not responding. You say, Well, I'm not casting my pearls before you, you swine. No, <laughs> <laughs> you got me be no, better I don't, than you are. You no, I don't,
2: I, I don't say that. I, I just think that that's sewn into my heart. So, and the Holy Spirit is going to bring all things to your remembrance. That's the thing about you know, receiving Jesus as Lord and Savior. God opens because we are a spirit living in a body and you have a mind, which is a soul, but God opens your spirit up to hear from heaven hear from him so and that's the difference about you know i'm gonna say christianity or i like to say having a relationship with god you can get to walk and talk with god again yeah he speaks to your spirit directly you can come directly to daddy now those other whatever they call you don't get to do that (laughs) you got a bunch of rules and regulations you know you got to observe some things you can't do nothing on a certain day and all that stuff you know i like my Bible says, "This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it." So every right, day is the Lord. Not just Lord's. tomorrow. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not the next day.
1: Not yesterday. It's every it's day. Every day oh, every... we got to wait till Sunday though before we can worship. No,
2: no, I can worship God, and, and to me, worship means my daily lifestyle, and and our lifestyle in the kingdom. I've been teaching a series on the kingdom of God lifestyle, and that lifestyle is basically the gesture live by faith, meaning having confidence in God's word. If God said, "I'm righteous," by golly i'm righteous if he says i'm in right standing i'm right standing if he says christ has redeemed me from the curse okay i've been See, redeemed. And that goes
1: back to what we were talking about earlier in the show all we have to do is believe god that's, that's it it's really that all simple we have to do is agree Richard, with god that's
2: how i got saved i got saved at 38 years old and something was happening in my life my wife was saved i wasn't and she had been praying that god would reveal Himself to me and something happened negatively in my life and i couldn't call on nobody but the lord but here's the deal. I believed that he was the only one that could get me out of this. I actually believed that, like Abraham, in hope but against hope, I still just believed, and I, st- I held on to that. And you know what? God honored that. He honored my faith, my belief, that it was him that could get me out of this. And here's the good news, Richard. He brought me out without a, without without no evidence that I had been through it. You know, He brought me out in the Scripture. Then he gave me this word the goodness of the lord leads one to repentance. God wants to show up and show out. And he'll if you put some faith in him and just believe, he'll do an Ephesians 3:20 on you. Now unto him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask think or even imagine, according to the power that worketh in us. You know what that power that worketh in us is? The power of faith, the power of believing. There's a lot of power in believing. That's why he keeps saying if you can believe, there's some he told the guy that had the son that had the demonic spirit do you believe I'm able to do this? And the guy said, Lord, I believe. will help my belief. That's all I need is a little faith, a little belief. I can work with you. And we know what happened. The boy got healed. It's a power. Believing is a force. And it's in, resided in us. And the scripture says he's given everybody a measure of faith or a measure of belief. Anybody can believe. Shoot, ask a kid. You know, those kids believe.
1: Well, And, and it goes back to how hard is this? What do I have to do? Do I have to be a Christian my whole life? Do I have to go to church my whole life? Do I have to do all these things? Do I have to carry my Bible every week? Do I have No. It's do you agree with God? Have you put your faith in him? Do you believe in him? Do you trust in him? It is that simple for a person to become a Christian. We talk about being becoming a believer. That's what it means to become a believer. I believe. <laughs> I believe God. That's it. That's a lot it. Of words that we use, we forget what they actually mean. I'm a believer means
2: I, I believe, believe God, and God and His Word are like wet and water. You can't separate them; they're one. Just like you and your word, Rich. If you tell me I'm going to be there at eleven o'clock, I'm on the Skyway. Hey, I trust your word, and you—you're here in the studio. <laughs> He's looking over there at me because I'm always uh, usually late, but I'm here. I'm—I'm I'm like God. I'm never late, but I'm always on time. So anyway, but well, we're no better than our word, and, and God says. My word does not return void, but it accomplishes what I sent it his out His word to. is
1: always good. Yeah,
2: it says it endures forever. And his word is good, and we talk about this all the time, regardless of who's president, his word is still good. Regardless of what year it is, his word, is; th- it will endure forever. His word was here. I was born in the 60s. I guess this Bible was here before I got here, and, and it's going to be here. Well, I'm gone. There's another thing <laughs> that
1: people forget. Somehow – People think of the United States as a Christian nation, almost as if Christianity began with the United States in 1776. No. Christianity was around
2: long before the, the United States says, was born. The Scripture says, "In the beginning was the Word." Right. So the Word was there in the. When was the beginning? Well, in, in the beginning, before the foundations of the earth, that was the beginning. And it said, "The Scripture says in John chapter one, the Word was there, the Word of God, God and the Word was him, for
1: the but, United States to be formed, but, so yeah. that he, we could have the United States, and now the Word is out." No. no, the word was out before. Yeah, in the beginning. It was, was in the good. beginning.
2: So so and it's still good and that's all we have to do. Richard is believe the word. So when the word of God declares countless times, especially in the book of Romans and all over the, the scriptures that we are righteous, you got to receive that. You got to agree with God's word. And again, again, that's what faith is. I agree with it, I believe it, I agree with it, and now I'm going to act on it. And I'm going to act on it first by speaking it. I'm going to say The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak, and with the heart one believes, and with the mouth confession is made. That's how you get saved over in Romans 10. Same thing else. Well, I got saved by believing and saying with my mouth, well, I got to believe the rest of what God said and say that with my mouth. So if he says I'm righteous, well, I better let that come out because death and life is still in the mouth and the the power of the tongue, according to Proverbs 18, 21. So I got to still say what God says. He says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Well, I got to say I'm righteous. If he said I'm righteous, I can't believe not
1: be- only say it, but believe it.
2: Yeah, well, you keep saying it long enough. <laughs> you keep saying something long enough. Even if it's a lie, if you hear something long enough, because faith comes by hearing, you'll start believing it. And remember, we have the God kind of faith. Well, that you calls see things. this at
1: work in the world because the devil tells a lie long enough, and everybody's believing it. Right. I mean, that's, <laughs> right. When right. You talk About the world and the world's. Talk way about hearing and what stuff. The world believes. We we talk that's about that. They hear it, and
2: we talk about that all the time on this broadcast about the news. They hear that's the, we. Jesus said, "Go preach the good news." But you sit up and listen to the bad news every night on TV, and that's what you have faith for. That's what you believe. It's really that simple, and. That's Satan's using that form of medium to get you to believe something. But the world, you hear
1: that over and over and over, and you begin to believe the lie.
2: You will believe it. And you tune that in every night to watch for some out more. For
1: myself. Right. I have to get as much as I can. Mm-hmm. I have to accumulate as much as I can. I have to be worried about myself above everybody else. I have to watch out for number one. I have to take care of me. And, and the world hears that. People hear that so much that we begin to believe that lie. And. That's why God says you can't be conformed to this world anymore. You've got to have a new mind. You have to have a new way of thinking. You have to be renewed so that we're not thinking that we are the only one, that we're the most important one, but know that we esteem others ahead of ourselves, that we believe God when he says that all things are possible, that we believe God when he says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, so that on those great days that we're having, that we turn to him. On those bad days that we're having, we turn to him because we believe what
2: he has to say. Amen. Amen. That's good preaching. And it's really simple. Again, I like to keep the gospel simple because that is what ignites my faith on fire, you know, simplicity. And I believe that's what God wants us to just believe. It's simple to believe. And if you got some things, the Bible calls them strongholds, that the devil builds up in your mind, you got to, again, go back to the word of God. In Corinthians, the weapons of our warfare are Not carnal, but mighty through God Full of pulling down strongholds You gotta go into God's word And replace those negative beliefs With what the new word says But that's gonna do it for this uh, episode of Faith on Fire Join us tomorrow for another exciting broadcast And we're gonna remind you as you go through this week Keep walking by faith